Welcome back to the Pockets of Peace podcast. My name is Annalise. And my name is Liza. And today we are going to talk to you guys about our testimonies in finding Christ. Yes, we think that if we're going to have people come on here and give testimonies, that it's probably pretty important that we tell you what ours is. And so we're just going to each give a little snippet of who we are, um, what we grew up in, and then how we individually found Christ what we have had to endure while finding Christ, and how we choose to shine now. For sure. And as you can hear, Micah, or not Micah, oh my gosh, who are you, Liza? (laughs) I don't know who I thought you were. That's okay. As you can hear, I think I was thinking thinking of saying, Liza got a new microphone, and I said, Micah? (laughs) I did get a new microphone. I hope you can hear me. I'm trying to find the sweet spot, because apparently... There's a sweet spot on a microphone. <laughs> and you just got to no. just speak out. I know. I got to like actually talk in the microphone and actually <laughs> speak loud. Right. But I'm super excited that we're finally back together. Liza yeah. got to go on vacation. I did. I did. It was exciting stuff, but I'm so glad to be back because I've been waiting for this. <laughs> Me too. It's been a crazy couple of past weeks so I'm excited to just kind of sit here and be able to talk to you guys and Liza because I don't know if Liza and I have actually ever sat down and talked about our like individual testimonies and kind of I mean we've obviously had the spiritual conversations yeah Yeah, I think like the first the first time we met we were in that class and I came up to you and I was like do you want to do a song together because I was so (laughs) nervous and I was like I don't know anyone in this class Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to sing and I'm like so new to all this so I went up to Annalise and she was like oh my goodness yes so then we went to a practice room and I think like one of the first conversations we had was like about like who we are and like mm-hmm. if we were Christians and like believers and oh yeah we sat there and talked to each other for like two hours we did zero work I know don't tell Martha yeah sorry Martha <laughs> <laughs> no we seriously it was really cool because especially I mean you're a soccer student but you're also in nursing school, yeah. which congratulations on getting into nursing school. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I mean, in the arts department yeah. as a music student, there's not a lot of people that I come across that are Christians or at least open about it. Yeah, yeah. So being able to actually meet you and I fi- find out that you're a Christian, it's actually super exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> it was so relieving. It was like definitely meant to be mm-hmm. for sure. I think oh, the for Lord... Sure just perfectly orchestrated that and it was such a unique way to get to know each other and now we're like really close and I absolutely Mm -hmm. love the time we get to spend with each other so same even before this like Liza came over and I just made (laughs) breakfast tacos I'm like just come just come eat they were so good (laughs) yeah but yeah no it's true I mean I think um the Lord brings people together and uh especially you know we had that moment of like getting to know each other like I was like oh wait a second these conversations we're having like are you are you Christian like we know (laughs) by their fruits you shall know them and it is Mm -hmm. true you really do like learn a lot about someone so Mm -hmm. well anyway let's let's break it down tell us how you found christ annalise and how you've endured what the world throws at you daily and then how you choose to shine for sure so i mean i think we all kind of have those crazy childhood stories (laughs) but i i kind of grew up um with 
church in my life. Like I kind of, you know, my, my mom yeah. considers herself Catholic. So I went to Catholic church with her mm-hmm. a few times. I do remember those. I think I was like three. Um, yeah. But I remember like, you know, using the holy water before I go in and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then when my parents divorced, my dad remarried to um, my ex-stepmom. She's not my ex-stepmom any- or she's not my stepmom anymore. Um, and that was eight years of my life, I think, from when I was uh, three years old until I was 11. Mm-hmm. So I lived with primarily my dad and my stepmom at the time. Um, and already not going to name names, but this stepmom was not the best person. Yeah. And it was just not a very good household environment for those eight years. Mm -hmm. Um, but she took us to her church that she grew up in, which is a church of Christ in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was kind of my first introduction to really like, you know, the whole Sunday school thing of like, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to go and learn all these Bible stories. But, you know, I I learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about, you know, Moses and Abraham and Noah, all of the classic Bible stories that you hear about when you go to Sunday school. I learned about. Yeah. However, I don't think once I ever really heard about Jesus Mm -hmm. or like what he did. And I honestly couldn't I can I can't speak for the Church of Christ and what they believe. Um, But I do know that they they believe like Jesus like saved us and was the salvation and everything like that yeah but they never focused on it and it was never really taught to me in a way that I understood so to me it was just like okay God is like an observer and like yeah like is this person in the sky you know yeah and I think as children too like you just hear the story you don't hear the meaning behind it exactly and so there was never really any meaning brought to it for me I just kind of grew up knowing okay God exists and point blank period yeah so that was my eight years of life you know uh, whenever I would be with my mom we would occasionally go to Catholic Church but not enough for it to be a sizable part of my walk mm-hmm. I would say um, and then my dad divorced um, my ex-stepmom in 2011 mm-hmm. and um, or was it 2010? It might have been 2010, December, I think. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so after that, I actually ended up moving in with my mom after some time. Um, and my mom and my stepdad and my little sister, who's a baby at the time, they didn't go to church. They still don't. It's not really yeah. something they're into. My mom believes in God. And I think John does, too. He John's my stepdad. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, but they just don't, you know, they don't really go to church, which is totally cool. Yeah. Um, but I remember feeling like, you know, oh, I want to be able to be part of a church because I do believe in God. Yeah. I just didn't know what it meant to me. And so I started going to this Baptist church with all of my um, friends at the time when I was in fifth grade. I yeah. think I was fifth grade. Um, all of my friends started going to this Baptist church. So I decided to join them so I could have friends and community, you know. Yeah. yeah. Really liked it. It was the first time I had been in a church that had instruments. Okay, cool. So that was that was like a crazy. Right? <laughs> I was like, whoa, what is this? Like an yeah. acoustic guitar? Oh my gosh, oh my God. <laughs> scandal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, I I started going to this Baptist church. Really liked it. Um, and I decided to go to this church camp pretty soon after with all of my friends, and I had never been to church camp before, so went to church camp and this is actually where I first like ever 
heard about like the salvation story and like the gospel and like what Jesus actually did for us. And it actually ended up being the first time I ever like felt Holy Spirit for the first time. That's great. And I was like 12 years old. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah, it was super cool. So, um, yeah, so we basically, I was there for a week um, and we would go to morning and evening like services and we would like worship and the music was incredible and the sermons were incredible and we ended up watching this like film that they had made with their organization called Thirst. Oh wow. That was like the theme that yeah, year. Yeah. I have searched on every platform and I cannot find it. So if anybody's listening to this has ever heard of Thirst, it's like incredible and I would love to watch it again. Um yeah. <laughs> I would love to watch it. Like, I know. <laughs> where is this? It's so it was so good. Um but it was so cr- incredible. It was like the fourth day there and I remember at the end of the evening service like this was the first time they had done it they were like you know I'm feeling called by Holy Spirit to ask this question but if anybody in this room is like ready to accept Jesus into their hearts like please take a leap of faith and walk down and this is a huge like stadium yeah yeah there was a ton of people so many different churches and schools like it was huge and I could you know I think about like half the room ended up walking down to the stage and we all like put our hands on each other and we like kneeled and I just remember everyone was in tears and I remember thinking like I like felt Holy Spirit and I kind of knew now okay Jesus saved me but I like accepted Jesus but I remember not really understanding why I was like I didn't understand it was such an emotional feeling and I remember I was like oh my gosh like I feel Holy Spirit I mean at the time I didn't know it was Holy Spirit yeah but I was like I I really do like, I feel like this is, like, yeah. something I need to do. And I remember for, like, a while after this, I remember, like, I felt so different. And I felt like, yeah. I was like, whoa, like, this is something I've been missing. Like, this crazy, you know, it was really cool. And I was 12 years old, so. Right. <laughs> so pretty so it's like a whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, fast forward, I go to middle school and high school. Yeah. <laughs> and I moved to Colorado. Love and that, love that. I know. And I didn't really, I mean, I, I always, always was like, okay, I'm Christian. Yeah. I believe in God and Jesus and end of the story. So it was like kind of the same mindset that I had before. Right. But just slightly deeper. Right. However, middle school and high school are some awkward freaking times, you oh, know. <laughs> They're literally the worst. And, you know, I had braces. It was awkward oh. puberty. Anyway, those were some very interesting times. And um, especially moving to Colorado away from my family, um, and out of the toxic situation that I had gotten out of with my ex stepmom, yeah. I really started to just kind of go through the motions. Yeah. You know, I wasn't really identifying where I was at. Yeah. Of like spiritually, mentally. Right. Right. I was just, you know, kind of a high schooler. Just kind of living. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of just my life. I didn't really go to church much in high school until my junior year. I decided to start worshiping at this church. Um, that was really fun. It gave me a lot of experience, but I didn't really, you know, um, I didn't really have community there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was that. But then I get into high or I get into college and I find this Christian ministry on campus called crew. And this was the first time that people actually sat down with me and told me the gospel. Yeah. And like laid it out for you. Yeah. So that was really cool because these people sat down with me. They basically summarize the gospel in four main points. It's like the KGP. It's really cool. Um, and that was when they asked me the question of like, like Annalise, if you were to die like today, like how sure are you? Like what percentage are you sure like that you would go to heaven? 
And I was like, I don't know, like 80%. <laughs> And I was like, I, I, I mean, I feel like I'm like somewhat of a good person, but I like still am not perfect. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, as is the mindset. Uh-huh. And I just remember them telling me like, Annalise, you know, what if I told you that if you have Jesus in your heart, like there's no question, like you're a hundred percent like saved. Right. It doesn't matter what you do, what you've done. Yeah. I was like flabbergasted. Let me tell you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Something clicked in my brain. Where I was like, oh my gosh, wait, this makes sense. And so I told them, like, there, I was like, well, I have accepted Jesus, so 100% then. Exactly. <laughs> so, I love that. How, yeah. how old were you? Um, This is when I was 18. Okay. Almost 19. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Was that your freshman year? Yeah. Right. Oh like, gosh. freshman UCCS year. UCCS freshman year. Yeah. So crazy. So that was kind of the moment that my life really did kind of turn around where I was like, I love that. I started diving I into that. crew and like, I actually had a community of people. It was super, it was super great. So that's kind of where it's led me today. I mean, if we want to talk about the struggles, I mean, you can go and read second Timothy. Yeah, <laughs> it talks exactly. about, you know, taking up your cross um, mm-hmm. and, and suffering like a good soldier of Christ. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. And there's been ups and downs even after I accepted Christ. Right. Obviously, you know, yeah. and especially in college, I mean, in the arts department and with yeah. friends that I used to have in high school who no longer associate with me yeah. Yeah. or, you know, don't really like me that much because of my faith. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you had to endure a lot getting mm-hmm. to know Christ, you know, oh, yeah. and like now, obviously you're still enduring those trials, but it's different when you have the Holy Spirit within you. And mm-hmm. I love your story because it's like, I remember talking a little bit about it when we had first <laughs> met, but I was just like, it was so reassuring for me because mm-hmm. it was like this person chooses, you know, non-denominationally really to just believe the word of God mm-hmm. and the gift of salvation. And so I, I love that. Thank I you. I absolutely love that. No, it's true. I mean, I've been through quite a bit of different types of denominations of Christianity and I don't think any of them are inherently bad. I think, though, right. that the most important thing is that you focus on relationship over religion, you know? Exactly, exactly. That's a huge point. And I think yeah. that you do that so well. And, like, you're choosing right now, today, in mm-hmm. your life to shine for the Lord Jesus through everything that you do. And mm-hmm. it's it's evident because you look at you and you're like, wow, <laughs> like, what's different? You know, there's so yeah. many dark and <laughs> gloomy people in the world and we don't realize, but like when you find someone, and I think that's why we connected so well at the mm-hmm. beginning was you just know, you yeah, know, you, you just have this can tell. <laughs> in, internal glow well, to you. Thank you. I mean, I see that in you as well. I think it's, it's even now, like as you're complimenting me and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I feel like that it's, it's super difficult because I can even feel the devil attacking me right now yeah. of like, Oh, like that's not true. You know, it's like, like I know, I know. I'm like, get behind me, Satan. But it's true. Like just being like upfront is like, it's sometimes really hard to have that mindset. And it's really nice when someone can confirm for you like, hey, (laughs) yeah, really. I can see that you're walking with the Lord and you're walking with Holy Spirit. Yes. And if I'm being honest, I've been going through a really tough time recently and like struggling with the fact that people have been, people have said some pretty harsh 
words to me lately that have been the complete opposite of what you just said. (laughs) And I know that the devil's trying to use them against me. And, you know, my mind automatically goes to, oh, well, what if they listen to this? Like, what if these people listen to this? They're going to be like, that's not who she is. Like, she, you know, they have this bad opinion of me. Yeah, well, they're biased, too. Right. It's a sinful opinion. Right. And so I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm like, this is good. I just need to actually, like, hear the words of the Lord that you're speaking to me and, like, accept it. So I... That's the support within the body of Christ, too. You know, right. that, that's our job for each other is to, you know, comfort one another and build each other up. And Amen. ultimately, because we're in this together, you know, yeah. we're sisters in Christ. And like mm-hmm. we we get to have each other, which is such a precious thing in life. Yeah. You know, it really is. And so, yeah, I'm, just, I'm like getting emotional. You're so sorry. <laughs> no, it's so true. And I really I and yeah, you just made me speechless it's so sweet (laughs) but yeah so that's basically where I'm at now and like kind of the walk that I've gone through and I think I think a big misconception is that Christians think we're perfect or that we're that we think we're perfect and it's like not true but it's so true that the light of God shines through us like Right, right and as long as we keep our eyes on him and like we're focused on him and like his kingdom and our community like yeah everything else like kind of just comes together exactly but yeah how about you what's your walk where are you at now my walk is different to say the least um (laughs) i i was very blessed as a child i i grew up in a christian home um both my parents very committed to christ um i go to a non-denominational bible chapel Mm -hmm. it's an assembly actually so um smaller it's uh, closer, you know, it's a, not everything's perfect. It's not, right. you know, this huge thing, but, uh, that's what I grew up in. And, um, both my parents, like I said, were very strong believers. And so mm-hmm. I was sort of fed the gospel from a young age. Um, I, when I was younger, you know, I, I think the one thing that stands out to me was when I did accept Christ as my savior and I want to say I was like six or seven and that sounds crazy, but <laughs> I, I don't think I would remember it if, if it wasn't prominent to me. Oh yeah, um, for sure. And so like my dad used to come in and pray with us before bed and I have four siblings. So I have a twin brother and then two older siblings and a younger sister. Um, and my twin and I would like, this is just a side note, but like we slept on these trumble beds that were like right next to each other. <laughs> yes. And then our older siblings slept on like the bigger beds and then the trouble beds came out. And so we were always like right next to each other at night. And I just remember my dad and uh, Luke is my twin. And um, he was like praying with us and he used to like tell us a story or read us a Bible story and then pray with us before we go to bed. And for some reason that night, I just, I listened Mm. and it was like all of a sudden I heard what. It like clicked. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're just enough knowledge in your brain to like sort of somewhat comprehend the gospel of Christ and obviously not fully because you're young but um it was the first time I like felt this urge to be like wait dad go back tell me why Mm. tell me why that's important and he was sat there and he was like well if you choose to accept Christ as your savior you have eternity in heaven with him after you leave Mm. this world and he was like not only that, but you also have the Holy Spirit within you while you endure this world. Mm. And all of a sudden it just, wow, it was like it hit me differently than it usually had. Yeah, it like clicked. Right. And like I had heard before, you know, creation and the beginning of time and how um, the Lord Jesus Christ is 
you know, all-knowing and God is everything, you know, mm-hmm. the beginning, the end. For him, there's no beginning and there's no end. And mm. so those things were already sort of instilled in me. And so right. when the gospel came to me about how the Lord Jesus, you know, came down to this earth, yeah, um, he walked on this earth for 30 something years or whatever served as a perfect mm-hmm. human being where we could be God. <laughs> yeah. Fully God, fully human. And then sacrificed his perfect body for us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so that it, obviously I didn't comprehend all of that when I was seven, but the idea of salvation was somewhat comprehended in me. And I'll never forget, I, like, closed my eyes and I, like, said the little prayer, you know, like, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I accept you. I know I am a sinner. I know I am not perfect. Um, mm-hmm. But I accept you as my Savior, and I want you to come into my heart, and I want to oh. live for you. And then I, you know, said amen, and my dad said, then you can live, you know, happy with the hope of Christ. You know, so I'm, like, <laughs> I'm laying in bed, and I'm, like, seven, I'm, like, cheering. You're like, yay! And, like, <laughs> and Luke's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I just, I got saved, Luke. I like, got saved. Happened, you know? <laughs> And then I wish I could say it was all uphill from there, but it was mm-hmm. not. Um, I, I had many things occur in my life that have shaken my faith, mm-hmm. to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, I haven't fully surrendered to the world or to sin. Mm-hmm. And once you've accepted Christ as your Savior, I've really learned lately that you can't undo that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that salvation is with you always and I needed that yes amen as I grew up I needed that more than I could have ever imagined right um which isn't that crazy that you know when 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 you were raised in a household that even if you don't accept Jesus early on like that if you're raised with the ideals of like knowing like what's already you know you you know the basics that's you know it says it in the bible of like raise your kids up to yeah. To to know me and like to know the Lord. Yeah. Um, it's incredible that even though you were so young that it was mm-hmm. so monumental for you and so like true for you yeah. and like so real that it was able to prepare you to go through those hardships. It's like right, God knew right. that you would need that. Yeah. And it's just a difference in, in trials, you know, and like that, through both of our stories, it's my trials start after, mm-hmm. you know, yes. whereas yours were like right is right from the get go, you know, and right. you were like hit in the face with sin right away mm-hmm. and with the world. I mean, we all are, but like, you know, to an extent to where it's like it shakes who you are and your faith. Oh, and, yeah. and it's it's scary. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, I I went through I was homeschooled till high school. So like I didn't have quite the I played sports, all the sports, <laughs> every sport you can think of. But um, I didn't quite have, like, the school experience where I was, like, super exposed to the world until I got to high school. Yeah. Um, and it hits you. It hits you differently than you could have imagined. And um, I love, like, that you found crew when you came into UCCS and mm-hmm. that they were a huge help. I found um, – well, I, fo- I always found my faith in my family. Right. Um, and things like that. But I think as a child – as a younger, you know, kid slash growing young adult, you – you need people in your same community and same age mm. and same life to also have that in- mm-hmm. impact on you. you yeah, know? agreed. Yeah. Um, so I, I did a lot of FCA and things like that, but um, I I hit a wall about my junior year of high school, and I didn't realize quite what 
that early salvation was going mm. to do for me because it, it literally saved my life. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was always encouraged. Um, and I think, like, not saying I had a, the perfect household to grow up in. There's so many <laughs> flaws. But um, I was very encouraged to memorize scripture. Mm. Um, and so uh, one of my very favorite um, psalms and one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible is Psalm 139. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's a popular one. Um, uh, it's about 24 verses. And I memorized the whole thing when I was like, freshman in high school or like a little bit earlier and I didn't even realize like I was just memorizing it to memorize right. it honestly and it right. was just like <laughs> it was a good topic of conversation if my yeah. parent or my grandparent <laughs> came up to me and was like hey what are you reading these days I could be like the here's bible my, here's psalm 139 <laughs> let me I can memorize this whole freaking psalm for you <laughs> let me recite 24 <laughs> verses for you and all these things um and it didn't it didn't mean what it meant to me when I first memorized it than it did when I hit a huge slump of depression mm. about my junior year of high school and I thought oh man like this has got to be as bad as it gets like yeah. I didn't go to school for like three weeks I like didn't get out of bed mm-hmm. I was like you know this is horrible like all these things and I'm suffering and I hate this but you know and then I remember being like oh yeah I did memorize that passage and I went through it and I was like yeah that means something to me and I thought, okay, yeah, I've, I've hit as low as I can hit. Yeah. This is it, you know? Like, yeah. I've, I've hit rock bottom. And then I got to college. And it was mm. like, you couldn't, like, rock bottom is bottomless. Yeah. Yep. And I it, had that before. It, it hits you, you know? Yeah. Um, All of a sudden being, res- you know, older and more responsible. And now your faith is, is you. Mm-hmm. And I think always having the support of my family and the people with me, like, it made it easy yeah. to, you know, I have a really big family too. I keep mentioning them because they're really big <laughs> and they're like with me all the time. And I have a lot of cousins and I grew up with my family and like my cousins are my friends and things like that. So mm-hmm. like I'm very close with them. But um, once you, you know, get to college, I am I just remember like walking in my freshman year and like, oh, getting on a team that I, I love my team, but yeah. it is not a godly environment it is not faith driven like you said with the music department too like it's not like that at all and now all of a sudden that faith is your own and like I thought okay I hit a slump of depression in in high school I've been through it like I can endure it Mm. but you know in about 2019 2020 I was done Mm. with my life yeah and I I said no Mm -hmm. and I thought I could just get away by just leaving this world and I was like it's on me I want to do this I'm done I can't survive and there were a lot of things that went into that moment in my life Mm -hmm. and a lot of hurt and a lot of sorrow that built up to that but um I'll never forget being okay with not being here anymore yeah and that feeling is not something that is normal and um right then and there like when you are the furthest away from the world and the sin and you're so or not the furthest away the closest to the world and the (laughs) sin that you're living in um you start to see things completely different yeah and um perspectives come like perspective changes completely and all of a sudden it was like psalm 139 like verse 14 it says um i was covered me in my mother's womb or um for i am fearfully and wonderfully made Mm-hmm. And you don't realize what those words mean until you sit at a place in your life where 
you don't even feel human. You yeah. don't even feel real. Mm-hmm. And I was ready to let go of my faith, of my family, of the life I was given. Mm-hmm. You know, I was extremely blessed. And I was willing to let go of all of that. And you don't realize quite how strong that foundation in your faith is going to be until you hit that moment in your life yes. where you're fully broken. Yeah. And you're fully you have nothing shaped left. by the world. And you have absolutely nothing yeah. left. But your faith. But your faith. And the Lord, for some reason, brought that into my mind. Um, and I changed, you know, I woke up the next day feeling different, Mm. a different, a different look on life. Um, but it wasn't, it was the first time I was completely out of control. Yeah. You're just so, you know, you think, oh, I'm done. Oh yeah. I'm with this life. I'm fully in control. Yep. And then you have the Holy Spirit within you and that, you know, when I got saved when I was seven, that comes back to my mind and all of a sudden. The scripture I'd memorized comes back to your mind and all of a sudden you realize oh, I have a family that's surrounding me. Yeah. I have people that are surrounding me that love me and um, you completely change your whole perspective on life. Oh, um, that's incredible. But that's a very rambled out version of it. But, you know, I it's not like our stories. I love that they're very, very different and it's like I was rooted in my faith mm. yet still had to find my own faith and right. you had you weren't rooted in it but found your own faith you know so yeah it's it, incredible it's a different way of seeing it you right know? and it just shows how despite how different we all are and despite the unique stories that we have like and this goes for everybody in the kingdom of god and everybody in the com- like in community with you it's like the one common denominator is that god wants to find that that root in you he like he wants to find that salvation in that relationship with you yeah and so it's it's um it's super cool and i and i think i mean thank you for being so vulnerable because that's not easy stuff to go through and like especially like (laughs) i feel like i just did like the (laughs) like most like emotionless like baseless like recap of my testimony (laughs) i do not but like i don't see it like that because i think like to me, you know, finding your faith is the most emotional thing in your life. And true. then how you, yeah. how you use that in yeah. the rest of your life is just, it's different. And like, right. I don't think that was emotionless at all. Because <laughs> it was like, I mean, you endured more than I could have ever imagined, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I couldn't have endured that. Well, I and, think you could. I think, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of like that saying, I grew up with this and I believed it until maybe like two years ago. It's that saying of like, God will only give you as much as you can handle. Yeah. And up until like two to three years ago, I was like, yeah, that's totally true. Like I can handle this. Exactly. But then you get broken over and over and over again by this world and by broken people and broken circumstances. And you're like, wait a second. Yeah. I feel like I can't handle this. And it's like you said, it it feels like rock bottom is bottomless. Like there is no end to it. Yeah. No, it's, it's. Um, it, well, rock bottom is bottomless <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yes. Um, but you know, it, it's, I love, I love that your story has to do with like a long journey of finding Christ. It wasn't just, sure. you know, you wake up and you're done and here you are. Right. Whereas I feel like oh, the way with my story differs is like, I was rooted in it, you know, of I was course. blessed with that, but that almost makes you so vulnerable to sin still because Mm -hmm. satan is so out to ruin that and 
course. He did everything he could, right? And he brought me to the very end, (laughs) right? To the very end, to the very, very end. Mm -hmm. And you don't quite see life the same way once you've seen death like that, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's, it's crazy. It's such a, I think one of the, the most difficult challenges I've had to face is stop to stop looking inside myself at Mm. myself for control Mm. and for those things. Because when you're (laughs) sitting there in your life and you're like, I am done. Yeah. I was done with life. You know, that's selfish Mm. because look at what I'm leaving behind me. Mm. Um, Look at the people I could have talked to and I could have shown the Lord Jesus. Mm. And it's just so like, Oh, it's, it's humiliating to think about that selfish feeling, Mm. um, of just looking at yourself for safety or for the solution. For sure. I did. I saw this, this is going to be so cliche, but I saw this TikTok recently and it was like, when you, sorry, that was like a weird little glitch there. When you, when you, (laughs) but I saw it's like, when you decide that you're, when you decide that your opinion or that your idea of something is the only way or like when you're like the most in control, then you're completely invalidating the fact that God knows best or like exactly. you're, you're doubting exactly. that the fact that, that God has a perfect plan for you. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously I don't want you to feel like humiliated or, or shamed at all for that mindset. Um, because I do think that that is one that every person falls into, regardless of if you're yeah. raised in faith or not. Like, I think, you know, something that I'm even learning today is that finding faith in, in, in our, in our walks with faith is not like a one decision done and that's it. Right. Yeah. And in the certain, in the terms of salvation, it is. Cause it's like right. when you accept Jesus, like you're saved, you can't lose it. That's it. But the actual walk and journey of faith is like a decision every day. Oh yeah, every and single day. It's every single day, and that's why there's ups and there's ups and downs. There's ebbs and flows, you know. Yeah. And so there's no, there's no shame in that. And I think the biggest thing that I'm learning right now is the difference between shame and conviction. Yeah. <laughs> because the devil does like to keep us in that shame of like. Yeah. I can't believe this was my mindset. It's yeah. kind of like that idea of looking back on high school and like seeing how you used to like joke around or behave oh and you're gosh. like, what was I doing? Like, I hated that part. <laughs> like, who is I? Like, I see like Facebook memories pop up for me from like three years ago and I'm like, whoa. Wow. Like, why did I ever do I that? was like, why did I think that I was cool? Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's not supposed to be that kind of mindset. I think, I think that the way that Jesus and I think the way that God looks at us and our stories is that every day is like just another opportunity to make a new decision to get closer right. to him. Right. And sometimes I fail at that. And, and they're like, especially recently with everything going on in my life, it's yeah. like the days are sometimes super hard yeah. to even get up in the morning and like, you know, say, yeah. Lord, I surrender to you. Right. Right. But you already know all that. Well, no. <laughs> Uh, differently differently (laughs) yeah well yeah I mean I love that yeah it's cool I do love how God has completely taken both of our stories and the fact that he's the common denominator that we can find exactly because we love different lifestyles like we we do and like I mean similar to an extent and we probably wouldn't know each other if we lived a completely different lifestyle but um I think like 
Yeah, it's just, it's crazy to mm -hmm. see the two different types of stories. And I love that yours was like at a church camp and in, in a big, <laughs> in a big church like that. And you just in front of people surrendered to Christ. And I, I hear stories about that, but mm. I love meeting someone and getting to know someone in Christ that mm -hmm. like that's real you know yeah and that is a real thing and I, I didn't grow up doing any of that or going right. to camps or anything like that I mean my faith was purely like found in my family and that's right. why I think but there's something so special about that and like yeah. there's such a connection that you have with your family that and yeah. it's so so precious and sweet that you were able to talk to your dad about that and he was able to pray yeah. with you and explain that to you and that he was so devoted to you yeah. And your faith, I mean, that's so special. Like, it makes me so emotional. No, you're like, precious. it's so special. <laughs> well, he is, he, I mean, he is, you know, I, he's, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> it because he's just incredible is what he's he is incredible. as a father and as a human being. But yeah. To, but he, he's only that way. And he'll, he'll tell you this too, is he's only that way because of his faith in Christ. Mm. And he's the most humble man I've ever met in my mm. entire life. I mean, he's incredible and I could go and decades on his awards and acclamations and all the things that he's done in his life and he doesn't care about any of it <laughs> he only cares about his faith and his children and oh, just guiding that. them but um I think that you know he could be the perfect dad but it would still have to be me making that decision in the right. end and I of course I love that um I love how like independent you were in your faith to start mm. with and how you found a way to lean on people and finding crew and finding things like that people that are gonna challenge you and mm. refocus you in your life and your faith and like mm -hmm. that's incredible that's that's strength <laughs> in and of itself <laughs> like it's another type of strength that you know mm. that's something that you've really had to endure and like I have too but in a very mm -hmm. different way you know but still but still I mean still to that level of the fact that you've gained so right. much strength yeah. and knowledge and wisdom and you've gained so I mean you've learned so much and, and, and yeah. it really is I mean I heard it once said of like every time you face like a hardship or a trial yeah like see it as a new opportunity to experience God's grace for the first time yeah and yeah. it's like so incredible when you think about it that way I mean mm -hmm. obviously it can't take away from when you're in the moment of like oh my gosh right, right. I am like below rock bottom I right. am falling endlessly into a dark pit. Yeah. I don't know which way is up, which way is down. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously that is so scary, but at the, like, at every level of rock bottom, like Jesus yeah. is right there with you. Right. And I think it's incredible that you were able yeah. to have that foundation. I mean, it just shows God's foresight. Oh yeah. And, and it shows why it's so important for families to have that focus on the right. Lord right. so that they're able to, you know, have their kids be raised in a way that helps them when they get to those moments in life, Right. when they right. get to those moments where, you know, if you didn't know Jesus and you were falling into that bottomless pit, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. I think I'm completely convinced that yeah. the reason I'm sitting here today is because of the Lord Jesus and because of that Praise foundation Jesus. and that faith. And mm. that's just, that is not something that you can do on your own. That is a complete, surrender Amen. to his will and his way and Amen. I had no idea that growing up in this very grounded very strong Christian home where we were taught the faith and taught to memorize scripture and taught to follow the Lord Jesus Christ in everything that we do 
I didn't realize that even with that, you can still be completely broken by sin and completely wrecked by this world. And I would not be here today. And a hundred percent, I can say that would not be here today if it weren't for that foundation Mm. and the faith. And it really is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is, yeah. Because that is, I mean, I think such a, such an incredible, um, you can do, I just completely rambled right there, but let's refocus there. <laughs> no, is, you're not rambling at all. Is, you are speaking from Holy Spirit right now. Dude. Right. It's just coming out of you, right? I'm like, that is incredible. Uh, I don't even know you're what like, I was going to say. And the train of, the train of yeah, thought stops. The train of thought just completely <laughs> froze because I'm just so taken by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It really is grace. You know, it is. You look at the old Testament, you look at the law and what they had to endure. And they still consistently, even after that, could not follow Christ the yeah. way we are supposed to and mm-hmm. the only way we are given the salvation that we have in him and eternity with him is through the perfect sacrifice that yeah. he provided for us. And that is grace. You uh, know? Amen. Amen. What a way to recap. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing. No, um, thank you. Of course. I love <laughs> this. I love this. Well, I love that we're able to just, I mean, even getting to know each other and like being able yeah. to get closer to you like I love how we can just talk yeah. and like yeah we can just actually like connect over the Lord right and I hope I hope that people will hear it and will see that and be encouraged to do that with others as well mm-hmm. you know find people that are like-minded in their faith and mm-hmm. sit down and talk with them because I know like this relationship is such a blessing amen such a blessing so amen yeah so we'll be praying Mm-hmm. That this podcast will reach the right people, that right. whoever listens, like that yeah. they will gather something from this, whether they're right. Christ followers or not. Like, yeah, um, I think we should leave off of a pocket of peace for today. Yes. It should be that no matter who you are, no matter what your story is, obviously we come from two different stories and testimonies. Yeah. You are loved and you have a savior out there who, when everyone else seems against you, he wants to know you exactly, and he loves yeah. you and died for you. And I know it sounds cliche. Everyone says, do you know that Jesus died for you? But it's true. Like, like did you even it's know? so deep and it's, and it's so much deeper than I think you realize. Right. But right. I think that's the so real. Yeah. yeah I think that should piece. be our pocket of peace today. That's our little nugget for today. <laughs> and I hope, I, I hope this was somewhat comprehensible because I feel like we really just like, Oh yeah. Talked. That was just Holy out. Spirit led. There I was no really organization. <laughs> there was no re- There was no preparation, but nothing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I hope that, um, that encourages people. Agreed. Awesome. That, so, Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any podcast ideas that you would like to hear, like, please let us know through Facebook or probably just Facebook for now. Probably just Facebook. Probably post to Instagram (laughs) at some point. Not sure. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, let us know if there is a topic that you would like us to discuss or talk about. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please let us know. We would love to hear your testimony, um, where you've come from, your walk with the Lord. And yeah. Yeah. But other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.